flagship of the Florida Gators. ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM. WRUF. Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I want some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, mealypops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Yeah, exactly. okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Sparcy with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here, and uh, by the way, John Dubois, or Dubose, or Dubois, is your SEC individual champion. How about that? So, I wasn't that aware of him. I know, you know, some of the other guys on that team, but that's not a name I'd really heard a lot this year, and that's pretty big. You win a championship, it's big. Con- yeah, it is. Conference championship or any kind of championship and anything. Um, I'm trying to look and find out what how Florida did. I assume they're in the um, 
match play, but we'll worry about that later. Let's go and get a couple calls in here. John's up. What's going on, John? Good afternoon, guys. I, I got uh, lucky enough to get off work, so I'm going to try to go hit softball because I think that they're going to end first, and I'll go try to sneak in and see it towards the tail end of the, the baseball game. So it's kind of hard when they're almost kind of coincide. I kind of wish that they would have maybe started softball, but I know their reasoning is because they're on the on one of the networks. I think maybe – SEC two or something, ESPN two. Yeah, like that. that's so. the thing. You have to understand that University yeah. of Florida oh, yeah. has nothing understand. to do with when the games are played. That's I why you to. have a twelve and twelve thirty games across the street from each other on Sunday, which ought to be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Um, yeah, your previous caller talking about Hannah Adams, and I'm looking at kind of like outside chance. It'd be great to hopefully have her back for the SEC uh, tournament. You know, here in town, I would think that would be an inspirational, you know, boost if we can get her in by that time. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, that's the thing. She, I guess, she has a cast, so that tells me it's a broken bone, doesn't it, Jeff? When you have, when you're wearing a cast, that's what I would think. Yeah, she she heard it. For those of you who don't know, making a throw, trying to turn a double play and hit it on a helmet. Um, yeah. So, um, you know. We'll see how she comes back, but you're talking about I got somebody who never makes errors, plays every game, hits 370. I mean, yep. it, it's that's your leader, and to think that when you uh, how this season has been, you know, struggle for both the men in baseball and the women in softball, and now they baseball loses their ace, yeah, and foot and softball loses their best player, their their leader of their team, right. And just switching to baseball real quick, I, I know you probably talked to Solly a lot. Do you think, you know, hindsight, he, he maybe should have gone transfer portal for some pitching? And, A, does he maybe go into next year trying to, you know, solidify the the, the pitching staff by going, you know, the Juco route or, or getting some guys from different, you know, D1 schools? Yeah, John, there's no question. Um, you know, we, we've actually talked a, a little bit about it. And I, listen, and, and I if, if you probably – he held a gun to his head, he'd probably say, yeah, I, I admit I, I missed on the transfer portal, but I, I don't know if you can necessarily say that you missed because you had the number one recruiting class in the country. Yep. So you yep. went out there, and, and his philosophy, and listen, it, it's the same for Vanderbilt and Tim Corbin. Now, both of those schools have really good recruiting classes, yet they're the two youngest teams in the SEC when you look at the, the rosters and the ages, which is kind of crazy. So that's what a lot of other teams did because they felt, well, we have to get better. Well, if you're Vandy in Florida, you got all these stud freshmen, that's what's won it. And that's why you've been the most two most successful programs in college baseball over the last decade. But now when you have the ability to go into the portal, the one-time transfer, um, you know, I, I said this the other day to somebody, John, and, and it makes a lot of sense. And listen, if you bring in a, a guy that's, played three years somewhere gosh god forbid four years and he got the COVID year so now he's a grad student somewhere well he might have um i would say maybe four or five hundred at bats under his belt and he may not be that good of a player at the next level like he may not be a big leaguer but i would rather have a guy with 500 career at bats facing a 17 or 18 year old that's only thrown 30 innings in his career that that 17 or 18 year old eventually might be better and he might be in the big league someday but right now that 23 year old with all the experience is better and you're starting to see that now i mean alabama's best player is a guy that went to to harvard and he transferred into the league and, and he's tearing it up so 
I think you, you saw a lot of teams be able to do that, go get veteran guys, and there's no question yep. that Sully is going to go out next year and, and attack the portal like crazy, especially with the success of Ryapel, the only one he got out of the portal. Well, and I, I also think this, Jeff, I think it's not just guys he didn't get for the portal. It's that he, was, he has to throw out all these young pitchers against guys who've been in college baseball for a long time. But, That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it, it's a double thing. He could have probably gotten better players that could have helped him more uh, soon. Plus, his young guys are going up against older players mm-hmm. uh, that maybe I don't think I don't know that he saw that coming that part of it that it was going to be such a big deal well the injuries too play a big part sure. you know but um, you know you look at uh, you know you're talking about Vanderbilt they obviously lost the two best pitchers from last year so that that, that didn't help their pitching staff either sure you know so but anyway uh, you calling the game tonight yeah I'm doing radio tonight well great uh, save your voice and uh, I'll, I'll listen to you and holler at you later thank you wait a minute I'm we're, I'm still here, John. I mean, Jeff can continue to talk. He's allowed to. He said I could save my voice, so I'm out. By the way, Florida finished third overall in the men's, just a stroke behind second place Texas A&M, and of course Vanderbilt won it. Uh, but Florida played really well. It wasn't. It was a big gap, but they've got a. Um, they will play this semifinal or the quarterfinals uh, match play tomorrow at seven thirty. You will not be up, Jeff. I'm going to predict that. Seven thirty tomorrow morning. Yeah, you got a late game tonight. Oh, you got that golf tournament yeah, I'll out there. Yeah, be at the golf course at five thirty a.m. tomorrow. Uh, you want me to come with you? Nah, I got it. I can ride around. It's my job. It is. So uh, that's the news on um, on Florida golf, and so we'll be keeping an eye on that. Of course, the semifinals will be afterwards at like one fifteen. So that'll probably be on the golf channel. So I'll try to try to keep an eye out for that. I'm also keeping an eye on this St. John's College high school team and playing lacrosse here. Jeff, why can't you get this off my TV, please? I don't know. <laughs> it's nothing against lacrosse. It's high school lacrosse. <laughs> Unless your son. Is your son playing for one of these teams? No. He could body somebody up probably, though. You didn't You didn't try to get him in? Into lacrosse. Into lacrosse. Uh-uh. Too much running. He couldn't handle that. Well, interesting that uh, Billy Napier's tour of uh, the the, uh, the state, basically, he is going to Atlanta, and that's not in the state. Um, but he, there, it's clear the appeal for NIL money that he's giving, and I and I've experienced it. Now we're seeing some of it become public when I, I experienced it with the quarterback club. But that is his main goal. Yeah. You guys can help us solve these problems if you don't help us they're hard to solve i i agree and you know he's solving everything that he can internally and and obviously the building is going to help quite a bit and having that facility but just just i think what he was able to do with the dorms and the living and and not having to be a part of whole 95 anymore and now you've got like these luxurious apartments that these guys are going to get to be a part of and got parking the the parking right there in now is is tremendous which i got a i got a hookup to that lot which is kind of cool really yeah so you know if you if you ever need somebody or anybody listening needs something you know i'll be i'll be taking fees (laughs) by getting in trouble from then uh, you'll lose your hooker okay um (laughs) But uh, no, it's and that's that's great to uh, to be able to do that. And I would, you know, think that when you have somebody come into campus and you get to show them all these things now, 
and you start to have some success on the field, it, it's it's pretty good. But inevitably, like, I, I guess it's why Nick Saban is having such a problem because Nick Saban was always able to talk about winning championships, putting guys at the next level, the facilities that they have. I'm sure the same was with the, the dorms and the, the eating and all this other stuff. And, and all that's great, and that's why people would go there. But now all of a sudden, if you're you're showing the same thing to some kid and then he goes to Texas A&M, they don't have maybe the same kind of amenities and certainly they don't have the championships, but now you're you're dangling 200 grand. Well, where's the kid going? Yeah, it's a different world for all these guys and I mean it, I and, mean, it's, and, it's and, and change everything. And it's, Alabama it's right. Alabama kind of forced everybody's hands on facilities. Alabama and Clemson, I would I would say are the two most uh, the the two schools that force it the most, um, and but you know but then NIL comes in and you go wait a minute we got the best facilities we got all these championships but you can offer more money so what are you going to do I mean I don't know I mean you're I, gonna, I, you're going to go there and I think that's what Napier understands he can do everything the right way he can build it the way Alabama did he can hire all these people to to make sure that everybody's getting seen and, and bring people here but he can't get money into somebody's hands. So that has to be now everybody listening right now. All the Gator fans have to be able to contribute a little bit here and there if they want to inevitably see it it get to a, a championship level. And I'm sure we all want to see the, the Gators win. I, I think it sucks, but it's, it's just it's what it is turned into. So if you're not going to join in on it, well, then the Gators are going to be behind yet again. Well, it doesn't matter what you and I think. I mean, that's I the bottom line. What what matters is the NCAA, with its incredible lack of leadership, allowed all this stuff to happen. I and mean, all the stuff that we're upset about happened because the NCAA and coaches to are, are not blameless. It wasn't the players' fault. Like people want to blame the players for taking all this money. There's a reason why they're they're getting this kind of money, and it's it's not if if uh, you could have had a, a more restrictive. Uh, certainly a system that would have worked with everybody, but you didn't do it, and now it's a mess. Let's get one more call in before we uh, finish off this segment. Dan's up. What's going on, Dan? Not much. I just um, – you guys are gaslighting Steven. Steven, if you're out there, the Rays did not play yesterday. So I don't know where they're coming from, but – No, they played. Uh, they they just didn't tell everybody they were playing. That's the problem. Yeah, exactly. And they didn't post the, the uh, score on MLB either. Well, they and, and Mike Zanino had three homers. It's a secret game. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. He finally got uh, it going. Well, at least at least they took my advice, and on Wednesday night they started Mejia, <laughs> and he went he went two for three with uh, three RBIs and a home run. So anyway, just wanted to let Stephen know. You're Did not you jump nice. up and down in your underwear? Were you watching it? <laughs> I, I was fist pumping, but I was not in my underwear. Okay. All right. Got it. Thanks, man. Hey, Jeff, I just got an email from somebody wanting you to turn up your mic, just so you know. I don't. I can hear you fine, though. Okay. So you know, just telling you. All right. While you're turning up your mic, I will take a break. We will come back with more of the tailgate. You're listening to it, as always, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC043073. The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Warm and breezy conditions should stick around through the early evening. That wind should subside, though, after sunset as temperatures fall into the upper 50s by early Saturday morning. By tomorrow afternoon, we'll see highs top out in the low and mid-80s under mostly sunny to partly sunny skies. Another breezy afternoon is ahead. Highs into Sunday, though, normal into mid and even upper 80s, upper 80s till 90s. Possible early next week from the UF Weather Center, meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Dan Orlovsky with us now, guys. Right now, I can be Keyshawn on one-on-one, absolutely. Dan's not bad, but it, Dan, I, can't, I can't put Dan over Keyshawn. Dan, you lost your mind. 
Okay, if we're playing to 11, I'm 100% beating Keyshawn. Only thing you're going to beat me in is swimming and golf. That's Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. All right, we are back. About 25 minutes left in this hour, maybe 24, and then another hour. Jeff will cut out a little early because he's got to get prepared, mentally erect for his game uh, against Tennessee. Who's You said it's Slater. Who's pitching for uh, Tennessee this game? Hello? Hello? Uh, who's pitching for Tennessee? Uh, Chase Burns is pitching. He's a freshman, oh. and he's... He's been lights out. Well, they've done a heck of a job. Yeah, they're starting a freshman on uh, on Sunday too. They've they've had two freshmen come in and just been really legit. So it can be done, I reckon. Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of where the difference between where Florida is and where um, where Tennessee is. Their their freshmen have come in and done really well. Florida's have been up and down, so, sometimes shaky. Yeah, I mean, the the kid that's throwing Sunday is like coming into this game as the the national leader in, in whip, which do you know what that is? Walks, hits per inning pitch. Yeah, very good. Um, also, it was a good movie, uh, Whiplash. I saw that too. It was? That's a great, great movie. Guy won an Oscar for it. Oh, then yeah. It must Jeffrey K. Good. Simmons, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty J. good. And and I mean both kids are like basically identical. They're both like six four, two hundred pounds, but been have been really good. I think you, you give them a lot of credit. I mean the the dude throwing tonight has only given up eleven runs in forty four innings, and then the the guy uh, Drew Beam, the guy that's throwing Sunday, has only given up nine runs in fifty four innings. So it's uh, it's been pretty pretty tough to score off of them. Well, I still have confidence because at one time you were six foot four and two hundred pounds, and I, you know, people got hits off you, so mm-hmm. I'm not gonna worry too much about it. Let's go to the phones, and PG is up. What's going on, PG? What's up, guys? How we doing? What's up? Good. Yeah, man. So Tennessee doesn't have a problem with freshmen or young pitchers. So I mean, I don't know. I feel like if you can pitch, you can pitch. You know, I mean, yeah, this is, you know. I don't know. There was a there was a, a quote, something like youth is just a I don't know, like the potential is just unmet expectation. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I thought you were gonna say youth is wasted on the young. Yeah, man, that's a good that's another one. Um there was a young pitcher last night out of Buholtz that dominated Jeff. That was awesome. Yeah, it was good. It was a lot a lot of fun to watch and I mean you're you don't sell it short, your boy uh came up with a huge double. So all right, you guys gonna once you guys get a room. Um, the um, yeah. <laughs> I, I heard I heard Dole's Cardo- just jealous because even on the uh, when he would go to like Southwest Rec Center in college, people would whip his ass. I did. I'm jealous because <laughs> my my daughter is out in, in L.A. now, so I I can't I can't bring bring can't her, hype up. her up. Yeah, I can't hype her up. She wouldn't hear it. Yeah, man. Um, She's at Coachella. Yeah. I I don't rate. 
well enough to go to something like Coachella, but she does. Man, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, it was a great game last night. JJ had a walk up, at, walk off at bat. That's no, right. Uh, no swing, so that was pretty cool. But uh, anyway, what I want to say is uh, Hannah Adams probably just has, and I don't know anything, is a small hairline fracture uh, or something small there. So they right. put her, you put, you know, you go on a cast, you don't put pressure on it because the foot is an area that is really like one of the hardest places to heal because the blood flow takes longer. So if you put any pressure on it, it breaks the little callus. So they probably just have her protecting it and it could heal up really fast and then she's fine. So, and you know, she'll want to get back. I mean, she'll want to push it as hard as she can, especially with Florida. Finally, they haven't hosted the sec tournament in a long time. I think Karen Johns was a coach last time they did. Jeez. And that, I would want to get back for that. I'm looking to go to that. Um, but the other thing, the NIL, you know, it's so – do you think some schools regret building the Taj Mahal at this point? Because you just take that $100 million and pass it around and yeah. you're good for five, ten years at this point. You know, I mean – I, I don't know. I, I, like I completely crazy. agree with that. And, you know, I think that's what's uh, unfortunate because, yeah, you, instead of a guy donating $65 million or raising enough money to do that, you, you raise $65 million, you're going to go buy the, the best quarterback, the best running back, uh, yeah. two best offensive linemen, a couple of dudes up front, D-line, and all of a sudden you're yeah. damn good. Yeah, probably for a couple of years, a handful. Just sure. it out, right? And then you got laws that are different. So Florida right. was one of the first states that passed the law. And uh, now it's hurting them because they say, I guess the Florida law, just paraphrasing, you have to be on campus. You cannot use it as recruiting in any right. way, shape, or form. You have to do it a different way. But in Texas, they don't have that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's just a mess, man. And then, Well, there's a, a lot, lot of things people, different in Texas. You can, you can marry your yeah. sister and you can – you can shoot a gun in public. I mean, there's a lot of things different there, you know. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to be like the conference, but then you got states that trump it. And then the, the last thing about the NIL too is that how how do you when people go back into the portal? It's always been a year-to-year scholarship. So, but yeah, the schools would honor it unless you were really screwing up no matter what because they didn't want to hurt their reputation in recruiting in that area they got the kid from. But I think in the SEC they changed it where you have to honor it all four years, didn't they, Jeff? I don't believe so. No, I thought they did. But but it's a year to year gig. So right. if the kid wants to go in like the basketball players and just test it, I mean, I'm not upset at them. I don't like it, but that's what it is. So they're doing the best that they can on their end, just like the school would on their side. So it's just a lot of things have to be changed. I don't know if you can because nobody gets along. You know what, Congress is going to come in? I don't know. No, nah, they're not going to come in. And that, you're right, the five families, basically, that um, basically they, they make rules for their own conferences. So now you've got the five families. Also, you've got all these different states doing different things. It's a, it's a total – that's where the mess is. The mess isn't that players are getting NIL money. The mess is it is so unorganized – because the NCAA and different states just took it on their own to do whatever they wanted to do, and it's it's yeah. kind of ridiculous. And but it's, it's I don't know well, what, I don't know what it's that it's going to change. And then the last thing I wanted to say, and everybody knows this stuff, so it's not like I'm bringing up anything that is brand new. But what sport, other than maybe NASCAR or soccer in Europe, 
you have maybe a little league where you have, you know, the league isn't paying the players, but they're getting sponsorships. So it's not like the NCAA teams are, it's not like U.S. is paying the kids. It's a, the only thing they would lose, and I know this is going on with booster organizations and even within the schools, is if a big booster says, I want to put my money towards NIL, they would not get that donation towards facilities or whatever. But where else do you see, you know, they're not paying the players. What what would stop the players from saying, you know, this isn't amateurism. This is professional sports. We want more than a scholar. You're going to have to pay us. Yeah, you know? I, I, don't, so, I, I don't know the answer to that. That's, that is like when, when, when you talk to coaches and they always go, well, let's see what it looks like in two or three years. That's what you're, the kind of thing you're talking about where not only that, but you could be in a situation where, look, I spent a um, – I spent a hundred thousand dollars helping us get this great quarterback here, and he never played. I want my money back, you know. Or I'm not going to give you more money for another guy that's not going to play. You you did a bad job of evaluating talent. We saw it with Ohio State with that big deal he got, Nick uh, Ewers, right or Ewers, whatever is how is, is yep. it? I think it's pronounced Dubois. Ewers, Dubois. E-W-E-R-S or something. He never played. He graduated a year early. Think to go get the money, was on his, yeah, on his end. To go he get the money and not early. not play. Still has all the eligibility, and he's going to Texas now, I believe, with all his eligibility and a million dollars in his pocket. Yep. So anyway, great show, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, PG. Yeah. Uh, by the way, there was a. I'm just looking this up because I, I seen, I knew I remember something. In 2015, the Power Five agreed to implement a rule that prevented multi-year D1 scholarships from being canceled or not renewed for any athletic reason. So that is true. So I was right. But but, but that doesn't mean if you're only getting books, they can't pull it. Yeah, but football, you're getting full rides. Yeah, so they're – I mean, they have to – now, you don't – you have to guarantee it, but you just tell a guy – you ought to leave. Play. Yeah, you ought to leave. Yeah, you need to transfer. Yes, and that's what, and of course, now they don't even have to tell them. They see the handwriting and the roll, and they, they jump in that portal. But, I mean, again, this goes back to the same old thing, Jeff, that we talked about a little bit the other day. All right, so you're a coach. You're, you're at a school. You love it there. You, you, you think it's great. You know, not play as much as you want, but, uh, but it, you know, you like this coach. You like where he's going. What's going on with him? You like the atmosphere and everything. You love you love game days. And you wake up one morning and there's a big story that your coach is toying with going somewhere else, and he's trying to make a decision, or he's he's leaning towards somewhere else. Why wouldn't you go to the transfer portal? At least talk to somebody, yeah. and at least have that option. I I, I, I mean, you can't create. Like I said before, the grown-ups created the problems, and the students athletes are getting blamed for them and I just don't think it's right. Anyway, that's all I have to say about that. Let's get a break uh, and we'll come back and we will um, continue with the uh, first hour of the tailgate here on a beautiful Friday, Jeff. I don't know if you did you get out on the golf course? Did you play any today? I, I have to work. I, I Not still, half retired like you. I played two holes yesterday. That was enough for me. I was good. I, then it got crowded. Um, but uh, it, it, it's another beautiful day today. We appreciate it. Uh, that's why we live down in Florida. We'll be back with the last segment of the tailgate here on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. If 
that's happening with the Gator Nation? Hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. Hi, I'm the one they call James Bates, but my real name is Batesy. When I was your age, we never worried about being lit or glowing up or steez or anything like that. Uh Uh-uh. Only thing we ever cared about was being freaking radical. I mean, high-key rad AF. And TBH, that's what I look for when I need t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, and the like. I go to radwaredesigns.com. If you're not using Radware Designs for your t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, then your stuff is probably sus. Like a basic, and that's no cap. All lowercase. Radwaredesigns.com. When couples come into International Diamond Center looking for engagement rings, they have lots of pictures from websites, from Pinterest, from designers they love, and 99% of the time, we have what they want. The brands that we carry are the brands the consumer asks for, the the girls ask for, your future bride asks for. IDC owner Keith LeClaire explains how IDC is always on the cutting edge because we partner with the world's leading designers, names like Takori, Varagio, Henry Dossi, and dozens more. Fashions come and go, but why do some brands stay forever? It's because they stay relevant. IDC was chosen by these acclaimed designers, in most cases, as the exclusive retail partner in the region. We try to provide the best of the best at the most current merchandise in the market today. International Diamond Center, giving you access to the most sought-after brands in the world with a five-star shopping experience with no compromises. We want people to feel comfortable, relax, educate them, give them high quality for the right price. Store hours and more at shopidc.com. Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi includes advanced security to help protect all your connected devices. You'll get real-time alerts. Oh, like this one. So you don't have to worry about malware. Or when your kid downloads a song from a shady link. And now all your computer can play is... Red color, red color, where are you? (sighs) All blocked, thanks to advanced security. Included with Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Advanced security must be enabled in the Panoramic Wi-Fi app. Restrictions apply. You're busy. We get it. And that's why Florida Coast Equipment is here for you every Saturday morning. Here with the Kubota equipment you can depend on from professionals you can trust. From Kubota zero-turn mowers to LX and L-series tractors to the number one selling subcompact, the Kubota BX. Keep building that backyard oasis. Make time for that barbecue and spend some quality time with the kids. You deserve it. And you deserve the dependability you get with Kubota and Florida Coast Equipment. Visit us today in person or online at floridacoasteq.com. Now open Saturdays from 8 till noon. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we're back. You know, Jeff, it's kind of interesting that um, 
We haven't seen a lot of movement in the transfer portal football-wise. I, I thought we did have a little bit more by now. But we're going to have to wait and see. Uh, and again, may, maybe that they're lining up NIL money before they can go to these guys, even though they're not supposed to be able to offer them anything. Well, in different states you can. Well, but I'm saying Florida. Yeah. You have to say, look, come up, come here. This will be great for you. You won't believe the NIL deal we'll have for you. We can't tell you what it is. But that's what the, the collective's doing. And once you get on campus, then yep. you can uh, have them work out some deals for you. And, they, you know, they continue to do a, a really good job. And Napier, every time he talks, talks about the, the Gator Collective and endorses it and encourages more people to to get in it. I mean, and if, and if you think about it, I mean, I, I guess the easiest way to look at it would be it's like – just take one one last day that you go get your uh, caramel macchiato with whipped cream at, at Starbucks, and then that's what you pay to into the Gator Collective, and then they put it to work. So if you can go one one day without a coffee, then or just make a, uh, a I go cup every or day something. W- every day without a coffee. Well, that's why I don't drink coffee. I know that's why you. Uh, I only drink it on vacation. Aren't as muscular than me. Oh yeah, coffee gives you muscles. I'm sure it does. That's what the Folgers commercial told me. No, it said the best part of waking up is Folgers, Folgers in your house. Folgers in your cup. Well, so. That's that, one of the better jingles ever. It is. I think Charlie Sheen wrote that one. <laughs> By the way, uh, Keyshawn Bryant, who uh, was at South Carolina, has pulled his name from the NBA draft and entered the transfer portal. I mean, you got to say this. you got more options now as a player than you ever had. You can do anything you want. I'm going to go to the draft, but not really. And then I'm going to go to the transfer portal, but I may withdraw from that as well. If I and I, I it's it's they've got the power, but again, I I go I can't reiterate this enough. The the coaches and the NCAA are the reason they have the power now. Mm-hmm. And they got it, and they're going to get what they want. And you've just got to be able to handle it. You got to be able to deal with it. Not not only getting the guy's money, okay. As, I'm, now I'm sounding a little Billy Napier-like. He always says that, you know, we got to get these guys some more money, okay? You know, he always says okay after everything. All right? He doesn't. He doesn't do the Nick Saban I. He just does the all right. He says it out loud. But I mean, you know, it, it's the world we live in. You you either embrace it or you are going to get left behind. Totally. Well, it looks like Tennessee's em- embracing the uh, the bunt. They're uh, taking batting practice right now behind home plate. They're bunting a lot. So they're maybe trying they're gonna, to psych them out. Maybe, yeah, try to mess with the Gators here. Yeah, they're, that, that could be. They're, they're trying to say, yeah, we're going to butt every time. Yeah, that's the ticket. And the the wind is really blowing out. Like, I mean, you, you barely well, rem- swing and these balls are leaving the That's yard. good, though, because remember the Arkansas series, it was howling. Yeah. And Florida ended up winning that series, winning the last two games. The last game was ridiculous. And, you know, all week people have uh, freaked out about Barco, and, you know, deservedly so. I mean, this guy's going to be a first-round draft pick, and, and you really need him to be a part of your staff. But the the two series, the, the best ones that Florida won this year, they, they lost the start that Barco made, and then they have winning the next two against uh, Arkansas and Miami. So I think there, there certainly is hope for that and see what happens. But it's all going to be predicated on what the Gators do offensively. I mean, that yeah, they have to be able to hit against uh, – some some good pitchers for Tennessee, and if they don't, they're not going to win anyway. 
What do you think the level of chippiness will be tonight? Well, I think pretty good. I mean, the, the head coach isn't isn't allowed to coach, but he's he's there in the building. So, is he out there now? Is he? I, I'm, I've been looking for him. I haven't seen him. I don't know if you can go out there and and if you're watch suspended, I would I would assume you can't. They should make you not even be able to go to the town. You yeah. should have to stay stay in Tennessee and then take a special flight on the day of the Playing game. Playing in on Sunday morning. Yeah, that's right. That's my that's my uh, suspension that I would give him. Um, what if I, what if he put on like the Bobby Valentine mustache and he's just sitting in the stands tonight? Now, could you? Can you do that? I don't. Why, how would they know? Or who would like? I mean, they can't stop you from buying a ticket and going no, to a game, well, right? You can go sit in the stands. I would assume. Yeah, I mean, there's some people that can't. You know, um, convicted Dang. killers. That, <laughs> crushed. I'm assuming you're not talking about Florida while you're saying No, Tennessee's hitting right now. All right, I've got a couple things in the second hour I want to get to, including a couple of NCAA rule changes that they were so simple and they didn't do them right, as they tend to do. Um, So we can talk about that. Obviously, uh, it's a big weekend for everybody, for a lot of different sports. But I don't know about you, Jeff, but I'm just kind of – I'm already starting to think about football season. Just, I actually looked up to see what the first games were. I got real excited. I I had to do it today as well. Somebody called. Ah. Somebody called uh, asking about some some golf tournament dates, and they wanted uh, the two two Saturdays before September. And I said, "Well, we're already booked." And then they wanted the the last Saturday in August. And I said, "Well, we're already booked." You guys, okay? Well, how about the first first weekend of September? And I said, "Ma'am." Do you not realize that September 3rd, Utah comes to town? And she's like, oh, my gosh, thank you for telling me. But it could be so, a night game. That's the problem is you don't know. Yeah, you don't know, but you're not going to book a golf tournament when No, but isn't it funny how, day. how baseball schedule, as soon as it comes out, we know every game time. Every mm-hmm. game time is in, in written in, not in stone. They do, they'll move them a half an hour here or there, but, and especially if weather's coming. But with football, we have to wait till 10 days out. And then sometimes the six-day window. Yeah, but I think you you understand the reason for that. It's all all of it's it's like, don't you think before the season? And that's exactly what they did. They put Mississippi State at Ole Miss as a featured game because it's a reigning national champ and the team that's preseason right, number one in right. the country. And now both of those teams are unranked. Yet that was the game on television last night, and that's the featured Thursday, Friday, Saturday series. Yep. It was the same with, with Florida Vandy last weekend. You look at it, and you're thinking, all right, that's going to be a tremendous series in Nashville. So they put all three games on TV. Well, you get two teams that weren't even ranked. So what you're saying is that baseball is doing it wrong. Well, They're not yes. doing it the right way. They should, they, should... They, should, they should do it for the sex appeal. And that's what football does. And that's does. what football does. And that's and, why we, we are stuck waiting, but, I mean, uh, that's that's the way that it is. I, you, you deserve to get the primetime game if you're a better team. Give me a best guess what you think Florida-Utah, what time, what time of day is it going to be played? I know what time of day you want it to be played. Um, I would say it is the uh, 7 o'clock game. Yeah, I'm leaning towards that, too. I think it'll be a primetime game. Although... Maybe they say it's a 3.30 game. That's our window yeah. still, so I don't know. Interesting. It'll be it'll be good, but if you can get a 3.30 game, those boys may uh, 
Those boys from Utah may wilt a little bit in the fourth quarter. Of course, they could be up by 15 by then. So. Or even more. <laughs> All right, we uh, have to take a break. We'll come back. Jeff, we got Jeff for another half hour, right, Jeff? Yep. And then uh, he'll cut out to do the baseball game. But I will stay with you. But we're up for the second hour, brought to you, of course, as always, by Melvin Law. They won't back down. You're listening to The Tailgate, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldenLaw.com. Protect your hard-earned savings from inflation with Radiant Credit Union's Adjustable Rate Certificate. Many investors are waiting and watching as interest rates continue to climb, but inflation could be eating away the value of your savings. Our new Adjustable Rate Certificate lets you invest now, knowing that twice each year, your rate will automatically adjust to keep up with interest rates. Learn more at radiantcu.org slash protect. Radiant Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you could park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five-star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set we're all sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392 talk that's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, we are back here. Second hour brought to you by Melvin Law. They won't back down. And they won't back down won't be turned around all right uh we'll go ahead and get a phone call in here to start this hour 
wide open for you. I do want to get into the couple of these uh, college football rule changes that I think Jeff might find interesting. Let's start one Jeff talking to another Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Gentlemen, how are you? Good. Um, this is Jeff. I know um, we got a little uh, baseball game tonight, but uh, just wanted to you know, chat about a, a couple of things. Uh, number one, how, you know, how about this Gator guard? We, you know, I don't know if you guys know Darren Hetner, but he's um, this guy's extremely um, knowledgeable about NIL and a tremendous organizer. And um, apparently, it raised five million dollars in twenty-four hours um, for the NIL. And mm-hmm. uh, so, the Gator Collective is almost an effort. Gator Collective is, is you and me, Pat and and Jeff, throwing in five dollars at a time. But this is, uh, you know, a guy that's organizing huge money that'll be a game changer for the uh, for the for the sport. Uh, you know. For for the Gator Athletics, what? well, and, but yeah. yeah, Jeff Darren Darren's actually the lawyer lawyer for the the collective too. So there's uh, right, a relationship right. there, and and he's also, I mean, the the collective's still part of this uh, the, this new found bigger booster part too. So it's all it's all going to be tied in. But yeah, you're right. I mean, when when you got um, you know Hathcock now putting all the the money in and getting other guys to to produce, that's what inevitably is needed to, to get the people here, and that's what it's turned into. Yeah, but it's not even as so much a game-changer, Jeff, as it is Florida trying to keep up. You know, I mean, that's that they don't want to right. get left behind kind of the way they got left behind with facilities. that They, they want to keep up, and that's what that's what Billy Napier, is. his tour is about, going to talk to all these Gator clubs. You guys, uh, we've, got, we've got the big donors. We need something from everybody. We need everybody to be a part of this. Dirty little secret, yeah. Florida's got about thirty percent more alums than Georgia and Alabama, just based on numbers that have graduated. Mm-hmm. And also, we've got a pretty smart fan base too. I mean, you know, it's not easy to get in the University of Florida, and so you know, if, if we can get ourselves together, we can we can win this thing. I mean, we we can out raise. The Alabamas and the Georgias. It's just, it's just simple yeah. mathematics. I mean, the, the, you know, if if Texas A&M has three guys that want to give them thirty thousand each, you're going to have a hard time getting to ninety thousand. I mean, that's the thing. It it still depends on the amount that that people are willing to give, and that's why Texas A&M had the number one recruiting class last year. They 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 right, pretty exactly. much bought that class. I mean, I mean that's a great. Great uh, point, Pat. And, and you know, I've heard you know people say, "Hey, you know, Texas and Texas A and M have all that oil money out there, and so they're going to be able to outbid everybody." Yeah. And you know, that, that's why you hear people like uh, Nick Saban and um, you know the coach at Clemson uh, whining now because it's like, "Oh my goodness, you know, someone's going to take our cheese away. <laughs> We're not going to be the top dog anymore." We could just dial it in and be one of the greatest teams in college football for ten straight years, but now, you know, the, the Floridas and the Texas and the Texas A and M's might move in and take our cheese. Well, they get, they're going to try. I mean, look, eventually this is all going. I do believe eventually this is all going to kind of calm down, and we're going to get back to 
we're going to know a lot more about it. Right now, it's just it's a wild west, as we we've talked about before. But what what makes you think it's going to calm down? Because there's people do it year after year. Yeah, I think uh, at, at some point you're going to say, yeah, I gave you ten grand for this guy, uh, somebody last year, and he, you know, he got arrested for driving four hundred miles an hour and and got kicked off the team. Do I get that money back? No. So I'm not giving you any more money. I, I think some of that can happen. We'll see. I mean, you it, well, it may, yeah, may not change. You know, Pat, all the money that's been paid to players over the years under the table has been before those guys got on campus, and it's been rampant. And oh, What's uh, happened when they, now, while they've been on campus, believe me? Yeah, while they've been on campus too. But uh, my point is that, that some of these boosters have unlimited wealth. I mean, nobody really understands the mind-boggling um, hundreds of millions of dollars that some of these guys have. And it's just, and they can fund whatever they want to do. I mean, hypothetically, you could get a guy at Northwestern that says, okay, you know, I've got $330 million in the bank. Um, I'm going to shake loose $50 million to fund, uh, you know, a Northwestern NIL account, and we're just going to hand out money. And suddenly Northwestern is competitive with Ohio State. I mean, this, this, this could take us – all sorts of directions. No, there's no question about it. Um, and, but and they're, they're, yeah, and there again, why why he's saying he's right? Why Saban and Dabo and guys like that 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 had the advantage before don't have it anymore? That's why Dabo's angry. Yeah, and that's, that's right. Don't I mean, don't do you not think it's why why Jay Wright has now? Oh, it's totally quit? why Jay Wright got out. Yeah, it's exactly right. Exactly. Well, there's a lot of coaches, and you know, you've heard rumblings. Uh, a lot of coaches say, "Listen, I don't, I don't want to deal with this anymore." Yeah. Well, and, and I, I think more in basketball because you're already dealing with a sleazy underbelly of of basketball with all the AAU stuff and everything. You're already dealing with that and fifth cousins and everything. And now, when you add in the NIL, you add in the transfer portal. Guys are just. I think I can see why guy like Billy. People ask me, "You think Billy Donovan will come back to college?" No, he's not coming. All he's got to do is coach basketball. He doesn't have to worry about guys' grades or, you know, exactly somebody getting in trouble. He can always just go get somebody off the waiver wire. (laughs) But it's it's so. I mean, it's like throwing grass in the air right now. We don't know what direction this thing's going to go. There's there's no legislative body that's ever going to step in. I mean, the federal government's not going to step in. The state governments have, have all gone their course. Uh, so we there's no reason to fight it anymore. We've got to have guys like De- Darren Edner uh, raising, you know, calling boosters and raising money or else we can't compete. And yep. and so and that's, that's, what, what that's what Billy's doing out there on the, you know, speaking to all these Gator clubs is trying to explain to them how important it is because if they – if if you if like a lot of fans will say this, hey, I already contribute, you know, to get my seats that are already overpriced, and I buy twelve dollar beers at the games, and I buy Gator stuff. That, that's not going to be enough. That's not right. the, that's not the way you're going to compete in the world we live in, and that is the world we live in, whether it's the right world or not. It doesn't matter. It's the world that's we right. live in. That is so true, Pat. I mean, uh, we, we just got to face reality. Uh, you know, we can either complain about it and not give money to NIL or and not get the boosters to, to fund it and fall farther and farther behind Alabama and Georgia, 
Or we could say, let's what, guess what, guys? Let's raise the money and let's beat those guys. Yep. We'll see. They're able That's to it. do that. Appreciate the call, well, Jeff. Anyway, gentlemen, take Thanks, care. Jeff. I'll talk to you all soon. All right. You get to talk to Jeff for another 19 minutes. That's That should excite all the women out there. I know that. No doubt. Um, so here, the NCAA has these, you know, these committees that meet and they decide what to do. And there's two rules they – I mean, they got to put it up because uh, I think it's next week is the NCAA convention. So they got to put it up to the convention. One of them has to do with targeting, which, Jeff, I know – you feel like I do. It, it's called too much, and and accidentally guy a guy accidentally brushing against a guy with his helmet can get him ejected from a game, and that's not right. But there's a lot of things I would do. I would say, hey, let's be a little bit more um, subjective on this, and let's let's just say if this guy was trying to hurt somebody by targeting him. He's out of the game. That's fine. Put him out for two games if you want. But a guy who just accidentally brushes into a guy because the guy lowered his head, the other guy lowered his head, it's not right, you know. And so, but instead, what they've decided is they're going to allow you to appeal a second half suspension so that you might not have to sit out the first half of this. That does nothing to me. <laughs> that is the dumbest, the dumbest decision I've ever heard of. Yeah, that that seems a little far fetched, and and again, I think, uh, and you know, we we see these reviews even in baseball here all the time where it's a blatant out, but because the call was already that way on the field, then the guy doesn't want to overturn it, or there's just some little finite thing that is not seen, and and they have no way to to then do it. I think it would be be the same way. Like by definition of the rule, if they're reviewing it once and they're seeing it. They're not going to then appeal it the next day and go back and say, "Oh, right. we screwed up." Well, and that's the thing with like with baseball. I think there should be the the rule should be, "Hey, if it's egregious, there should be somebody in the booth in charge of this." But I know that that can't happen. Okay, mm-hmm. somebody just sit up there and go, "I think he might have missed that call," but not that was close. Let me let's let's review it. You know, I I, I think it's got to be. I think the purpose of reviews is to overturn really bad calls, like Don Denkinger, you know, like calls that bad. It's not that oh, he might have had a, a hair of his, you know, left nostril on on the on the bag right before he got tagged. I, I just think they've taken it too far, like they do everything. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I don't know. It's. Uh... It's interesting how it how it all goes, and you know, we'll see it again tonight. And and, and ever remember, I guess I I remember to my playing days, and and uh, it, as a hitter, so this is all going all the way back to high school. If it's a bang bang play at first base, you know I would always think that I was safe and I beat right. it out. But you never know, so it's like every time that there's a close play, you got the 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 guy moaning and groaning, and he putting puts the, his hands up to his ears saying on, yeah. review it. And and now we're stuck in on a review when it was pretty obvious and blatant that it wasn't. And it just I, – I think there just needs to be somebody that doesn't allow the team to even make it a question. It's like, hey, listen, that was close enough to review. Or if it's a play at the plate that's going to determine a game, certainly review that. But it doesn't need to be every little thing. And now there's there's talk about potentially even doing it with balls and strikes. Yeah. 
I don't know. How long about would that. that game be? If that's yeah. Allowed? Well, look. I mean, I've always said you got to play around umpires. You got to play around officials. I mean, there are plays that happen that change games, and I, I get when people get mad about it. But the bottom line is, uh, I saw a lot of great games in my life, Jeff, where there was no reviews. Mm-hmm. A lot of great games, and it didn't make the game. Uh, to me, it hasn't made the game better. It's just made it longer. Um, do they get more right than they used to? Yeah. Do they get them all right? Absolutely not. We know that. Um, but it, I just think it should be held back for egregious mistakes. Like if I don't make this break on time, okay, that would be an egregious mistake. And then mm-hmm. you could, you wouldn't have to go and look at it on, on tape. You would know. You, you yesterday going out and mowing your yard in a thong that's an egregious mistake if i had done that it would have been um thank god i didn't but i got another rule change i'll talk to you about after we break before we let you get out of here we'll talk a little more about gator baseball tonight we do have to get out of here for a break uh we'll be right back pat dooley and jeff cardozo on the tailgate espn 98.1 fm and 850 a.m wruf This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. We're rolling along in 2022 as happy, healthy, and hungry as ever. You know, a big priority for me is to support as many local charities as possible. So check out the Leonardo's Facebook and Instagram pages to keep up with all of our fundraising efforts, topped off by being a title sponsor of the Bob Dooley Invitational. We're already ahead of our goal to donate $50,000 this year. So help us help the Gainesville community, baked since 1976, and it feels like we're just getting started. Ah, Jeff, did I mention the tailgate 10? The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. 
1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here. we got about 10 minutes still with Jeff before he goes to his radio duties, the voice of Gator Baseball. You excited about tonight, Jeff? I don't know. To be determined. So it just uh, depends how they play. I'm anxious to see how they play. I, I think I'd be a little more confident if Barco was out there and you had yeah. that. So you're, you're almost like you're behind the eight ball already. But listen, I'm, I'm anxious to see these guys in person. I think we, we all felt that the numbers were a little inflated with, with who they played at the beginning part of the year. And I mean, they played one of the worst teams in the country. And but then they, they've lived up to it. They, yeah. they, they're really, really good. They're they're tremendous on the road. They haven't lost a road game all year. And you look at the, the two series in the SEC, they went on the road to Vandy. They outscored them 16-4. to And then they went to Ole Miss and outscored them 26-7. to So, I mean, that's yeah. what, 11 runs exactly. they gave up in six games to two really good teams. So Florida's got to swing it well tonight or they're actually going to have no chance. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the D1 uh, projections, uh, the most recent one. They had Florida as a three seed. Um, yeah, I thought it was the greatest projection ever. In South Bend. I know oh, you're yeah. happy about that. I mean, how cool would that be? It's very- I, I almost said, let's just stop the season right now. I will take that pairing, <laughs> and then I will get a trip to Notre Dame because I've never been there before. Yeah, well, you'll fly to Chicago and then uh, bus to uh, – to South well, Bend. Then I can go see uh, a Cubs game and Ross and get hooked up there, too. It'll be a perfect trip. Then they're not sending you there. They're sending you to Miami. Or maybe they'll send you to even someplace worse. Yeah, it'd be tough to go back to Miami because I, I think I'm still not allowed down there. <laughs> I had a four-month curfew after all the stuff that I got in trouble with uh, down there earlier this year. What did you – I mean, what was your worst – I mean, no, don't worry about what – whether they went down, two down, or whatever, whatever they did, yeah. But your worst trip uh, as in covering baseball, because I, I really don't. My only trips have been to, um, obvi- obviously to Omaha. You know, I, I'm Florida. I never went on the road with them except for to Miami. So that would be my worst trip. Yeah, there, there's been some times. I think there there was a really bad one early on with Sully at Kentucky. They uh, they blew a couple of games, and that was when Gary Henderson was the coach. Oh yeah, I remember. Um, that. So that you know that was mixed for me because Hendu was my pitching coach, and you know Eric's too is in in the booth now. So if you can say hi to Eric. He can hi, Eric. Hold on, hear his voice. He's eating Chick Fil A. Hey, Pat. Hey, to Eric. Um, 
So so that one was a weird one. I, re- I remember there was one we went to Alabama, and it was back when uh, Riley Cooper was on the baseball team. Oh, yeah. and, um, that was a, that was a, a really tough weekend, but um, I think postseason and and everything that goes into it. That that trip to Indiana was pretty miserable. Although it was cool to to see Indiana, I'd never been there before either, and got to go through the basketball yeah. facility. Um, that wasn't good. And then the trip out to to Lubbock a couple of years ago, Gators didn't uh, fare well good. out there either. So and there's not much there, is it? No, it was I've never been to nothing. Lubbock. Yeah, just well, flying in, it was the craziest thing. It was like just it's the flattest I've ever seen any topography ever flying anywhere. And it was just for a really long it's time. It's a whole state's like that. Boom. It's like, gosh, there's there's the town. I remember when it. this – now, again, this was going to Texas A&M before they built up that, you know, and made it a 100,000-seat stadium. Mm-hmm. But we went there, and so that would have been, what, 2012. And Florida played, and it was their first game in the SEC. And I was sitting in the press box, and I go – my gosh, I can see I and I I tweet I said I think I can see Alaska from my seat because <laughs> there was nothing forever. It was just flat forever. Um you got to have a couple of hills, you know, to do it, but um anyway. Hey, by the way, did you and I know you don't watch you don't watch on the same cycle I do. Did you get a chance to watch that uh 30 for 30 on the shark? No, not yet. Man, it it is really good and I can remember because yeah, it just fell apart. The one he lost against Faldo was the one I played the next day, at, so I just wanted him to get done. I didn't care, yeah. but um, man, it, it, he's he to this day he still, you know, look takes it and says, "Look, I you still got to be a good person. You can't just, you know, be be critical or be oh, and he be still angry." Got a, a clothing line and everything yeah. else, so he did I'm okay for himself. He was married to Chris Everett. Yeah, who was my sweetheart. I really? love Chris Everett. Well, I my first job was Fort Lauderdale, and of course she was the star of of Fort Lauderdale. And uh, I remember she lost at Wimbledon one year, and they wanted me to go out and interview her dad. And her dad could not have been a nicer person. And I was like, wow, now I get. But I covered Chris for a long time in in tennis, and uh, yes, yeah, so she was like she was like my first crush. I think. Who was the, was it was it Jim Rome that did the the Jim, Jim Everett, Everett yeah and Chris Everett thing that was him getting uh <laughs> he just wanted to make a name for himself yeah and and he did he and, did and he's still on TV I guess I I don't ever watch slash listen to him all right so here is the other rule okay. change that they propose and it looks like may pass they want to put a stop to guys faking injuries okay okay. So what they've done, and this is beautiful, is from now on, if if the supervisor of the game, the official who's in charge of it, has to write up a written report about it. So I'm like, what is this, the Pentagon? I mean, you got to write a written report is and 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 see whether you think guys. There's a simple solution. You got to sit out three plays. How about that? If if you have to be take if you have to be helped off the field, you got to sit out. Make it two, but I I would make it three. You got to sit out three plays. Yeah, because that's that's pretty significant. And that would make them stop doing it. It would. Why can't they listen to what I say? Maybe I'm right once in a while. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have that same opinion. Well, then what? But why don't they? 
Why don't the people on the committees? Because I'm sure then you're getting moaning and groaning from from other people that are more important, and it's political. And who is more important than the college football fan? We are the most important people in the world. Okay, college football fans. Attendance is dropping, so let's not have games slowed down by fat guys dropping to the ground because they they yell out the. Uh, there's a, usually it's like a safe word or a code word where they'll go uh, banana. So you got to fall down and go, oh. What is, uh, what's your safe word with Karen? Um, Cardozo. <laughs> it gets her every time. She yeah. stops, stops oh. right in her tracks. <laughs> She's not coming near me after that. Yeah. But no, I, I just think, like, I, again. I'm not saying I'm right, but it just seems like the simplest solutions are never what they yeah, want to go with. Yeah, there there has to be something done about that. I I completely agree that it make it more than what what it is. And you're going to get a ton of reviews tonight just because we we were talking about this. You're going to have a, a a four hour game that's two to one. No. You never know, man. I'm telling you, got games. Just I mean, it's just. It drives me nuts how long games are. I've gotten to the point where I can't even watch games on TV without being able to switch over and watch something else. I got to be able to watch something else. I got to flip over because I don't want to watch commercials all the time. And now they do like it's like three and a half hours of commercials between innings and between plays. So anyway, that's my take on it, and that's the way I'm going to be. And you, I do you have anything to say in, uh, as you get ready to leave? Um, no, Tennessee is really good. And I think you just, you have to have the hope of, I mean, you always go into a series trying to win two out of three at home and, and the Gators have been really, really good here at home. So you, you would hope that that is, uh, you know, something that they can, they can do, but I mean, Tennessee's legit. I, I think you look at everything that they've been able to do and be consistent with. It's, it's one of the best teams maybe eventually in the history of college baseball at, at the pace that they're on, the way that they're hitting they're, and there's nothing that they are bad in and then oh my gosh if they struggle they're going to bring in the dude that's on 104 at the end of the game i know to, to try to get you out i you know to, to me the you the need whole to play th- from ahead don't you yes Please. because yeah. ten- tennessee when when they're leading after six innings they're 32 and 0 so if if they've got a lead in the sixth inning the game's over and then if you look at the gators on the other side if they're trailing after six innings the gators are 0 and 12 this they're year done yeah so they they haven't been a team to to be able to come back and and do it. They now they had that one game where they were tied and and they ended up winning, but that that's it. So to me, whoever's uh, leading after the uh, the fifth, well, if it's Tennessee, they're going to win. If it's the Gators, then still hold your breath because we saw that twice yeah. in in Nashville where it didn't work. In the end, though, Tennessee's season is only going to be as good as their postseason because you can go fifty four and two, yeah, and get and go. Th- Three and out in the uh, in the regional, and you're, it's not a great season. So, I mean, well, I, I don't think that's happening. I think they're really good. I think, you know, you and I have got to put all of our negative energy rooting against them right. in the postseason. But and, and nobody in in the history of the the SEC in baseball ever started twelve and zero, and that's what Tennessee did this year by yep. uh, sweeping their first four series. So. Nobody in the history of college baseball ever threw a shutout against Baylor in the 2000 uh, college uh, playoffs. So with that, we will let that man go.
Right. And you Thanks, go have Jules. fun and tell um, tell Eric hello and, and don't eat too much Chick-fil-A, okay? We got it. All right, see it. That'll do it for uh, right now. We're going to take a break, and we will come back and wrap it up. Or not wrap it up. we still got two more segments. We'll be back with more of the tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Yes. It's hot out, an obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their life Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into awful pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy play it again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for and it's located right on university and 34th street so it's easy to find and i'm there all the time so i just might see you at play it again sports from the uf weather center here is your wruf weather update Warm and breezy conditions should stick around through the early evening. That wind should subside, though, after sunset as temperatures fall into the upper 50s by early Saturday morning. By tomorrow afternoon, we'll see highs top out in the low and mid-80s under mostly sunny to partly sunny skies. Another breezy afternoon is ahead. Highs into Sunday, though, even warmer into the mid and even upper 80s. Upper 80s to 90s possible early next week. From the UF Weather Center, meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. We are joined by Diana Rossini. What up, Dadai? Good morning, Keith. 
you're telling me you don't go on Instagram and look at some people that you used to be I, friends I with? I wouldn't even, Diana, I couldn't even tell you how to log into an Instagram. <laughs> hey, he doesn't know <laughs> what Instagram is Instagram. yet. You know. Into a Instagram. Yeah, I don't even, I don't. I have no idea how this stuff works. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. This is Gator soccer coach Tony Amato, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, Anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is kind of torturous to be watching uh, because, I mean, there's nothing else to watch. I mean, I just have to be distracted. Be watching a high school lacrosse match and Billy Madison on the two TVs. I, I like a lot of Adam Sandler movies. That is Let's uh, go to the phones, 392-8255. You want to talk about anything, whether it's college football, whether it's Gator baseball tonight, Gator softball tonight, certainly a lot of stuff going on this weekend. Of course, uh, Gator um, golf is qualified for match play. They'll be in the uh, quarterfinals tomorrow, uh, starting at 7.30 in the morning at the SEC. That's a good start to their postseason. We all know the women got all the way to the finals uh, last week. Uh, also, uh, we have, uh, I, I think, let me look at this. I got to double check this. Uh, men's tennis has LSU today. I got to look that up during the next break. And women's tennis has Arkansas today here, I believe. I got to double check both of those um, in the SEC, or yes, SEC championships as well. So tons of stuff going on around town. Um Let's go ahead and take some calls. Let's get to Don. What's going on, Don? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Hey, yeah, I was just wondering. Um, I was looking at two things, actually. I was looking at some of these preseason rankings. I'm like, some of them have Utah at, like, number four and number seven. So I'm thinking that's got to be one of the highlight games when Florida plays them. I'm thinking that's got to be a night game, I mean, if, if they're ranked that high. Well, and, uh, again, it thing. depends. It's It's not so much where they're ranked. It depends on what – um, with the network that has the rights to that game, which I'm assuming would be CBS since it's a Florida home game, and their window is 3.30. Now, I'm not sure if the U.S. Open gets in the way like it used to and they didn't have it. They don't have a 3.30 game that week. I don't know. But they may end up putting it there. Um, but you're right. I mean, most most people see Utah as, a um, at worst, a dark horse playoff team. Hey, and I was just wondering, you know, I, I I follow the Bulls only because of Donovan, but, you know, I kind of would like to see him be successful. Do you think they have a chance to get out of this series against the Bucks? Well, I mean, I think they have a chance. The Bucks tend to play to the level of, of their competition, and, and then they end up winning it, you know, and winning like they did last year. Um, they have a chance. I mean, it's 1-1, so, you know, they, they I think they're, what, they're at home now on, was it Saturday they play, or is it today? They play tonight. Tonight, yeah. I'll be watching that game then. Uh, I'll be giving me one more thing to watch. But, again, only the fourth quarter of the game. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, 
Billy is a really good basketball coach. We all know that. And I, I, I mean, I'm rooting for him, like you said. We actually have Billy sent us a signed game-worn Bulls jersey for our uh, silent auction, and we're going to have that out there, and we appreciate him as, as always. So, yeah, I'm excited about all that going on. And, of course, I think they play Friday, Sunday, right, for that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So some good weekend games. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks for the call. 392-8255 if you want to get in, if you've got anything you want to talk about in terms of um, anything. I mean, there's a lot going on. Uh, I I was talking about the 30 for 30 with the Jazz. Not the Jazz. 30 for 30 with uh, the Shark with Greg Norman. It's really good if you get a chance to watch it. I don't know how many of you have been watching this winning time uh, HBO thing. Um it's here's the thing. It's good. If it was true, it'd be really good. But it's most of it's not true. It's a lot of made up stuff. And now, uh, not unexpectedly, remember we talked about this uh, earlier in the week. Jerry West is demanding a, a, a retraction. Now, retraction's what you ask for when you just want people to admit they're wrong. You're not asking for any money. But, of course, nobody's going to have a retraction because then you could come back and go, all right, so you lied, so now I do want some money. But the way they make Jerry West out to be is just, it's sad. And I'm like, Jerry West, this is one of my favorite players. This is a logo. And you're pooping all over his reputation, all over his brand. I mean, I love those teams with with Jerry West and Gail Goodrich and um, Wilt Chamberlain. I mean, it's, yes, I'm old enough to have seen Wilt Chamberlain play on TV. I didn't see him in person. I mean, those uh, Elgin Baylor, that team, and they couldn't get over the hump. It was, you know, one year it was Will, Willis Reed and the Knicks and the Celtics, Bill Russell and all that. I love that team. And that was when I was a huge Lakers fan. But the way they have just decided we're going to write, we're going to say whatever we want about him, make him out to be a drunk, lout, cuss all the time. I don't know Jerry West, but everybody who's ever been around him says, that ain't him. There was one guy who actually quit. He was being offered a lot of money to be a consultant. He quit. What you're doing to Jerry West, I can't be a part of because it's not true. So he did ask for a retraction. Kind of like I remember Steve Spurrier asked for a retraction once with uh, with Larry Guest. That's where the the whole Steve Spurrier Larry Guest thing started. Spurrier said something in a uh, in Jacksonville at one of these right about this time of year, one of these uh, quarterback clubs, uh, and this one was up in Jacks, and. Um, Larry Guest was not there. He quoted him uh, still because somebody said he said something. He said, I didn't say that. That's not what I said. I, I, where, where's the evidence that I said it? Nobody, I didn't say this. I, I talked to all these people. Show me somebody else who believes I said it. I want a retraction. Well, they wouldn't give him a retraction, and that was it. So he wouldn't let him ask any more questions. I remember it being up at the uh, SEC championship game. I think it would have been, I think it would have been 94 Gosh, when Florida used to go every year, how great was that? We didn't even – I don't know that we really appreciated it. Well, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. And guest, Larry Guest asked a question. And 
Spurrier just looked at him and shook his head. And goes, why did he even try? He he wasn't going to answer him because he wanted he wanted he didn't. One thing that Steve Spurrier will not put up with are people who lie, people who tell lies, people who live lies. He will not put up with that. I mean, he's and I, I'm right there with him. Um, anyway, so. No, but I, I was talking about earlier about how, you know, we like we appreciated, but we didn't that time. Florida, I mean, the SEC championship game starts in 92. Florida's there, 92, 93, 94, 95, 96, 99, 2000. Won most of them. I mean, now it's like just going is a big deal. And, and what has Florida been to Three since Urban, two with McElwain and one with uh, Dan Mullen. That's it. Didn't win any of them. Those days were, they were fun, and it was. You never knew. I mean, like even going to those games, most of the time you didn't know if Florida was going to win. It's not like you went in there going, "Oh, well, the Gators will win." Of course. Ninety-two, obviously, <laughs> you didn't know if they were going to win. They were they were a four loss team playing team that won the national title. Ninety three, it was in Legion Field, tough game. Florida Florida had a great finish to the game, won the game. Ninety four came down to a a one point game. Ninety five, Arkansas, you felt pretty comfortable, but it was still a tight game when Ben Hanks picked that lateral off at the goal line and ran it all the way back for a touchdown. 96, that was a great Alabama team. And Florida could not stop them. But they stopped them just enough. And, of course, Danny Werfel was unbelievable that night. So, I mean, it's not like we ever went to that SEC game going, well, I know Florida's going to win. No, you went there. You didn't. You just went there to watch. You were excited about it. And you were hoping they were going to win. Same way, even with O. Eight definitely with that Alabama team. We didn't know Florida was going to win that game in 06. Same thing. And of course, 09, we knew it was going to be a battle. And it was, and they didn't win it. But going up there and the two years of McElwain, I didn't think Florida had any chance. And I have to admit that even two years ago with with uh, Mullen, you know, it, yeah, I just did. Florida's not going to win this game, but at least make it competitive. And they did. It was a great game. They actually had a, had the ball with like five seconds to go and could, in theory, if Lindsey Scott has shown up for their team, they could have won the game. So, anyway, let's get a call in. Let's go to Mike before we take a break. What's up, Mike? Hey, Patrick. Um, I watched my first game in 1958 when I was five. So, believe me, I enjoyed those times. When you go that long and, and don't even – except for a couple of years, even have a chance at a SEC title. Believe me, I think the old-time Gators appreciate it. Now, maybe the kids who were going to school at that time, they might not appreciate it. But I think people like you and me really saw how unbelievable it was to dominate the conference like that. Yeah, uh, but when you talk about people that were going to school at that time, I mean, they're up there in age now. I mean, it's, yeah, you yeah. talk about 90 – 92, the first one, so you would be what? Uh, you could be probably like 48. Yeah. 
but they're not like us. I mean, we're totally no, we're ancient. Yeah, we're ancient. Yeah, we're ancient. We're we're, we're near death. <laughs> you know, uh, shorter breath and one place, one day closer to death. Yep. Um, uh, Pat, I, you were ta- uh, your guy called in earlier, and he was talking about that, that Florida can raise a lot of money for this NIL. But there was a on a national show I was listening the other day. They said Gator Boosters is at the bottom of the conference in money raised last year. Um, so I don't know if you can check on that. If that's I have true, checked that's on it. It's that. not that's true. I don't know where that came from. In fact, Florida is having its best year ever for raising money with Gator Boosters. This year, or they're talking about last year? Uh, it might have been last year, and it could just be. Yeah, a no. lot of times, what, what you know, somebody gets a hold of financial statements, and they don't know that maybe money is moved to to the following year, and for for different financial reasons. But I can tell you, Florida, right. I know this. That I got this directly from Phil Farr. They're having an unbelievable year. Trips to this calendar year. This calendar year, yeah. You, you know, and you know why it is because there's there's a belief in a coach again. You know, I, this guy reminds me, and of course he, I could have to eat my words, but he seems to have a high character, and that seems to be more important than anything else than and like Sprayer did. And I, I don't think he'll put up with any kind of garbage. And, and I, you know, I just he seems to have the 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 demeanor. And the focus that that Spurrier had, and and the character about not taking cheating, not cutting corners, not letting guys get away with garbage. Uh, so yeah, you know who Robbie said he reminds him of, and I don't really see this, but but because but it, it, I I do to a point. Is he he reminds him of Ray Graves, the way Ray Graves cared so much about his players, but wanted them to be yeah. to be really good people, and not mm-hmm. be not just you know not there's no sense of entitlement. Um, well, Spurrier was that way too. Yeah, exactly. I, I thought Spurrier was that way too. Ask, ask Cambrick, and you know, now the last few coaches, that guy would have still been on the team. But I think you told the story. Cambrick went back to a, a, a meeting. I mean, where all the players came back for Spurrier, and he thanked Coach Spurrier for doing that. Oh, I was there. Yeah, at the um, it was over in Daytona. Yeah, it was a, a reunion, and he was yeah, surprised he that, that Darren Hambrick uh, came, and I. I walked up to Darren Hamburg. I said, I've got to ask you. I, I just got to say, hey, um, I know you don't remember me, but I, I, I covered the team back then because I, I just – you were such a great player. And he, as soon as yeah. he found out I worked for a newspaper, he went, okay, I'm walking away from this. But um, oh, but he – look, he was one of the – I would say if I'm making a list of the 15 best athletes to ever play at Florida, he'd probably be on it. Yeah, he was – He was. Um... Uh, who who now the guy that I'm thinking of that was a, a freak? Um, Javon Curse. Yeah, Javon Curse. He was that kind of uh, athletic oh, yeah. ability. Probably not, faster. Not quite the size, but yeah, it might have been. He ran like I he won that. like the. I remember in, in the state meet, he won the hundred, two hundred, and four hundred or something crazy like wow. that. Wow. Yeah, I think we're. I, you know, I, I believe in this coach so far. Everything he said is are things I believe in, and, and putting the, treating the, the player first as a person. Yep. And, you know, just all that stuff I think is important. So every every cool. time I hear him talk, and I can tell you, the quarterback club meeting a couple of weeks ago was unbelievable. I walked away from that even more impressed. But, cool. again, he's 0-0. <laughs> yeah. You know. And you got to recruit. Yep, you, know, you got to so. recruit. 
but but he's got a place to come to to show players now. So there's no excuse now that the high school players see what exactly. we've got here exactly. now. Thanks, Pat. Thanks a lot, Mike. Yeah, I know. There, there's no doubt. I mean, the bottom line is, first game he loses, it might be Utah very easily. Utah is going to be favored. I think somebody said already that they're favored. Uh, the first early odds that have come out. They lose that game, right? Goes well. Maybe we did. Maybe we should have gone for somebody. You know, again, that's the way it works. It's the way it is. Um, it's a tough job. It's not for everybody, as we found out recently. All right, we got to get a break. Our final break of the hour. Uh, Pat Dooley wrapping it up here with you, wrapping it up for the week before we get to a great weekend of sports, and hopefully it'll go good for the Gators. This is the tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I would say that not only because they're absolutely the best, that they do pay attention and listen to each different patient and what their needs are, what their fears are, how they can help them through the, the different processes that you need to go through to have healthy teeth. And that's what's really important to me. It's the difference between night and day, just having the absolute best and know that that's what I have and um, I'm healthy. And I know that that's what I'm going to be for the rest of my life because this is my team for the rest of my life. It's terrific. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. If you're not careful, you can overpay for a diamond by thousands of dollars. Most people go from store to store, website to website, shopping for diamonds or looking for four C's. International Diamond Center's Robbie Blue says looking at the four C's is not enough. There are many, 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 many other criteria that affect how a diamond will look and how it will price out that very few informative sources will tell you about. That's why at IDC you get a thorough diamond education, learn the inside secrets, and understand how to avoid a costly mistake. A to Z, from Z back to A to make sure you understand the investment that you're making and making sure you don't overinvest. In the jewelry industry, you don't get that everywhere. You just get, it's pretty, it's this price, I'll discount it, do you want to buy it? And they don't care if they ever see you again. So even if you don't buy from IDC, come see us first to learn how to be a smart shopper and buy like a dealer buys. International Diamond Center. Get store hours and directions and learn more at shopidc.com. Spring has sprung, and with the warmer temperatures, it's time to heat up your outdoor entertainment. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Upgrade your outdoor space now with the latest gear at Electronics World. With outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung, outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. Cox upgrades your equipment at no additional cost to help keep your Wi-Fi fast so you can keep up with your son. Hey, Mom. And your son's friends. Hey, Mrs. G. <sighs> All of them, including that one kid whose name you always mess up. It's Drubbin. I think it's Kevin. Seriously? Help keep your Wi-Fi fast for everyone with equipment upgrades from Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. 
Requires panoramic Wi-Fi. Available software updates push to Gateway, and every three years you're eligible for an upgraded device. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Other restrictions apply. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we have time maybe for one phone call if you want to get in here to wrap up this week. I did want to mention that on the podcast today uh, that I did, we were supposed to have Cole Kubelik on. Um, instead, we had Heather Dennis, who was great, tremendous. And you, you can go back and watch that. And She has some really strong feelings about college football and what's going on. Uh, but the reason Cole couldn't come on is that he was uh, – he sent me a text. He goes, I, I can't. I'm burying a teammate. And I'm like – I didn't. I wasn't even aware of who who he was talking about, and uh, I went and kind of looked it up. And the this, this story is is tragic. Uh, Jeff Klein, the quarterback at Auburn, a long time ago, well back when Cole played. In fact, he was forty two years old. Um, he had s- some really bad stomach pain, and they hospitalized him. They put him in the hospital, and eventually, just recently, I mean. Um, found out that he had stage four stomach cancer and and then he passed away Wednesday and that's just tragic to hear something like that at 42 years old and um, our prayers are with the family and our prayers are are with people like Cole that uh, feel that you know obviously felt much obviously on the scale of things important my little podcast is way down there for people in my family let alone Cole Um, but you it's just a sad, sad story. You hear about things like that. Jeff Klein was a good player. I remember him. Um, you know, there, that was the time, and I talked about this a little bit on the podcast, when there were a lot of quarterbacks in, in, uh, in the SEC that you know of and you heard about and you talked and you saw play a lot of games and stuff like that. They weren't necessarily great players. Certainly they weren't didn't have great NFL careers, but they were really good, and they were they were quality players. So anyway, uh I remember him being one. I remember I remember a game actually in Gainesville that he I I want to say they beat Florida, but maybe not. I may be wrong. My brain, you know, it's pretty much shot. Uh 392-8255 if you want to get in. Uh we only have 3 minutes left though, so probably not any time to get in. Um I did want to uh I did want to mention that there is a lot going on this weekend. Obviously, if you can get over to baseball and softball, it's going to be Sunday's going to be a little bit of a zoo. But there are other days they've got at least it spread out, you know. And again, I, I I'm a big believer that the SEC is very lazy in its scheduling of baseball and softball. That they should make sure that it's spread out. They should make sure that it's not every weekend you're both at home. But that's not they don't listen to me, as we all know. Softball tonight is at eight. Baseball is at 6.30. I asked Jeff who would finish first. He immediately said baseball. I got a feeling <laughs> softball may get over first, but who knows. Uh, and then tomorrow, baseball is at 6.30 again. Softball, though, is at 2.30. So by the time that crowd empties out, parking lot empties out, 
going to be plenty of room for people to park. Uh, Saturday, different story. Baseball's at noon, softball at 1230. Uh going to be a little bit of a you know but they, look I I've, I've been there for both when both were going on and you know they they handle it they manage it it's not ideal it's not ideal but there's no way no way to make it ideal um the, just because you've got two sports that have really good attendance I mean baseball's attendance this year has been really good uh and of course softball always is and we'll see how that all works out um so I wanted to make sure we mentioned that, and, and I, I meant to check the tennis results. I, I did do a very good job of that. I was busy looking up something else. Actually, I was looking up Jeff Klein, to be honest with you. Um, I think that'll do it for today's show. I was just trying to look and see if there was anything else that I didn't get to. But I think it's it. So we'll be back on Monday. Jeff and I both will be here Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday, I think we're going to do this show out at Ironwood as we prepare for the 27th Bob Dooley Invitational and unloading a bunch of stuff. Thursday, we'll be out at the um, Food Fest for the uh, gift certificates and more out at Celebration Point. May start a little late because of Rays baseball. There is a Rays game that day, I promise you. And then no show Friday, okay? So we will be back on Monday. Can't wait. For Pat Dooley and Jeff Cardozo, I am deep. We are way back, and we are totally out of here. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM. This is SportsCenter. Doug Brown, ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski reports Ben Simmons plans to make his Nets debut in Game 4 against the Celtics on Monday night. Simmons isn't worried at all about his impact on team chemistry. I think it'll be fine, personally. Um, there's some things on defense where, you know, I look at and I think I can make a big impact you know, in terms of just being vocal on the floor and helping my teammates and being a leader on that side of the court. Three playoff games tonight, a doubleheader on ESPN and the app starting at 7 Eastern, the Heat and Hawks in Atlanta, followed by the Suns and Pelicans in New Orleans. At 8.30 Eastern on ABC, it's the Bucks and Bulls in Chicago. Joel Embiid may need an MRI on his right thumb, but plans to play tomorrow for the Sixers against the Raptors. ESPN's Adam Schefter reports seven-time Pro Bowl safety Earl Thomas wants to get back into the NFL. He hasn't played the last two seasons. Miguel Cabrera needs one hit for 3,000. Tigers against the Rockies tonight. The game on ESPN Plus at 7.10 Eastern Time. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Commercial Insurance can protect your small business with over 30 coverage options. An easy-to-use mobile app, personalized discounts, and more. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Discounts and coverage selections not available in all states or situations. ESPN Radio. This is ESPN Radio on the ESPN app and Sirius XM Channel 80. ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. I am Amber Wilson. He is Harry Douglas. We're hanging out with you for the next hour. We've been talking a lot of NBA on today's show. You can always tweet to us 
at Amber W790 at H Douglas 83 at ESPN Radio. Tons of NBA playoff action, Harry, and it rolls on tonight. The Heat and the Hawks, they tip off at 7 p.m. Harry and I just got very heated over our teams in the last segment. If you missed any of this show, you can always check it out on the ESPN app on the podcast or wherever your podcasts are available. Bucks Bulls will tip off after that game at 8.30 p.m. tonight. And then you get the Suns and the Pelicans. 9.30 p.m. tip off. That series is tied at one game apiece. And for all things New Orleans Pelicans, we go out to the Canty call-in line where we find Andrew Lopez, ESPN Pelicans reporter. And, Andrew, thanks for joining us. You know, a surprising victory, I guess, perhaps, in Game 2 for the New Orleans Pelicans. And now Devin Booker is out for the rest of the series for the Phoenix Suns. How confident are the Pelicans now? Have they gotten a boost here in confidence, or is it just kind of the rest of us watching that have that perception? Do we have Andrew? Hey, there we go. Am I here? Oh, now, now you're here. Yeah, did you hear my question, or do you, do you need me I to do it again? I did, no. Okay. I'm good, no. They are very confident right now. They are uh, they're about as confident as can be. It's not just us. It's not just us trying to uh, project that on them. They feel like they have taken a step. Uh, they, they are moving in the right direction. This is a team that with Brandon, uh, Ingram, and CJ over the final 10 games of the regular season, we're 8-2. We're and two. When both of those guys played, they they were a they were turning into a good team uh, after the All Star break. They obviously, win the Pelican the, the, the two play in games, including the one in, in L A. So they were having they they felt like you know everybody's oh Suns in four. Well, they didn't feel that way. <laughs> they felt like it was going to be um, theirs for the taking, and I think or at least one game right, and they were able to get that. Uh, did it help that you know Devin Booker was injured in that first game? Sure. Uh, but they were also up when Devin Booker was out of the game, right? Then when, when he left for good with 446, uh, they had just got a three-point lead and were able to hold that off. So I think for them right now, they're certainly looking at it like, hey, they're, you know, we got them a little bit on the ropes. Let's see if we can uh, try to deliver another uh, knockout punch tonight. Andrew, the Pelicans head coach, Willie Green, he was over there with the Suns organization, so he knows the ins and outs and everything about that team. What do you think his message is to his team ahead of tonight's game? You know, it sounds cliche, but it's really you just got to keep fighting. And I know there was that, that clip of him that kind of went viral. Uh, I think it was the playing game of him just yelling at his team. You know, you got to fight. But this is what we're here for. We got to keep. That's, it's not just for show. Like, that's what he believes. That's how he is. He is a guy who uh, just wants them to keep fighting. and He is going to keep on them and say, look, they can't relax tonight. I'm going to be very interested to see how they come out of the gate tonight. Uh, you know, they're going to come out strong. They're going to come out fast. Are, are they going to come out too overzealous, maybe, uh, trying to capitalize on this? And I think that is going to be Willie's biggest thing tonight is trying to make sure they play still within themselves uh, throughout this game. Brandon Ingram put up 37 on the playoff stage the other night. Uh, I mean, just just an unbelievable performance. What, what do you make of how how he's playing in this environment? How impressed by Brandon Ingram are you? This is what he's been waiting for. We talked to him after the game on Tuesday, and, and you know, the question was asked him, man, how long have you been waiting for a moment like this? And he said six years, uh, which is how long he's been in the league. I mean, he has been clamoring for a moment 
just like this, where he can showcase his skills, you know, in front of the world. And I think that's what you're seeing right now. And he has been uh, as excited, you know, he's really made the most of it. And the funny thing is, you know, usually when he comes back from an injury, which he didn't play the two games prior to the play in tournament, normally he's a little rusty. I think he, you go back to the Spurs game, uh, there was no rust. He, he was on point. I think what you saw from him right away was somebody who was ready to play. And he has just, look, his shot making in game two was at a ridiculous level. Uh, he was three for three from, uh, from distance, which I think there's only, he's, he's only had like four or five games in his career when he shot that well with that many threes uh, from beyond the arc. So the, he was ready, I think beyond ready, uh, to see what he could do in that game, and in particular on that stage. Now, from the Phoenix Suns' perspective, Devin. Bo-